Are you ready to take your intermittent fasting lifestyle to the next level? There's nothing better than community to help with that. In the Delay Don't Deny community, we all embrace the clean fast, and there's just the right support for you as you live your intermittent fasting lifestyle. You can connect directly with me in the Ask Jen group, and I'll answer all of your questions personally. If you're new to intermittent fasting or recommitting to the intermittent fasting lifestyle, join the 28-Day Fast Start group. After your fast start, join us for support in the first-year group. Need tips for long-term maintenance? We have a place for that. There are many more useful spaces beyond these, and you can interact in as many as you like. Visit jenstevens.com community to join us. An annual membership costs just over a dollar a week when you do the math. If you aren't ready to fully commit for a year, join for a month, and you can cancel at any time. If you know you'll want to stay forever, we also have a lifetime membership option available. IF is free. You don't need to join our community to fast. But if you're looking for support from a community of like-minded intermittent fasters, we're here for you at jenstevens.com community. That's jenstevens.com community. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know what a fan I am of Dr. Tim Spector and the work he's doing with Zoe. I was first introduced to his work in 2015, and I've been following his research ever since. What I love most about the Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast is that they have weekly interviews with world-leading experts who explain how their latest research can benefit your health. Recently, I was thrilled to finally meet him face-to-face as we recorded an episode for the Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast, and this episode aired on April 11th. We had a chance to talk about the world's biggest intermittent fasting study, and I had the opportunity to explain the clean fast to Jonathan, which may explain why he didn't enjoy his prior experiences with fasting. Search for Zoe Science and Nutrition on your podcast player or on YouTube to hear the latest episode, and don't forget to look for the April 11th episode to hear me, Tim, and Jonathan talk about the world's biggest intermittent fasting study. Welcome to Intermittent Fasting Stories. I'm your host, Jen Stevens, author of Delay Don't Deny, Living an Intermittent Fasting Lifestyle. I lost over 80 pounds thanks to intermittent fasting after learning how to delay my eating rather than deny myself the delicious foods I want to eat. Now, who's ready to hear an inspirational intermittent fasting story? That's why we're here, so let's get excited to talk to today's guest. everybody, and welcome to episode 103 of Intermittent Fasting Stories. Today, I'm here with Jimmy Detman. Jimmy lives in Rapid City, South Dakota, and he is a middle school math teacher, a church pastor, and he runs a DJ business. Welcome, Jimmy. Welcome. I'm glad to be here. Well, you have a busy life. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. But it's okay. Well, that's good. You know, you know, I love to talk to teachers, you know, having taught for 28 years and math is something that I absolutely love. So always glad to talk to a math teacher. It's always fun to help people with math when they can. It seems like no matter oh, yeah. what you do, people need help with math. You know, if they need help with their fourth grade math or their third grade math, people are always messaging me for math help. 
It's true. You know, people, I actually think a lot of it stems from when people were in school, if they didn't have strong math teachers, they somehow got the idea that they were, quote, not good at math. Mm -hmm. And I think that anyone can be good at math. (laughs) So I don't buy the not good at math. (laughs) I always hear that it was inherited to me. My mom wasn't good at math. So therefore that got passed down to me. Yeah, that people, people really tell themselves they're not good at math, right? I know. They do. They do. But I, I, don't, I think that they could be taught math. I think people, once you teach it to them in the way that it makes sense, they're like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I loved watching the, yes, that was my favorite thing. My favorite thing to teach was math. So I love talking to math teachers. Well, enough about math teaching. I would like to start by asking, as I always do, what brought you to intermittent fasting and when was that? Well, uh, good question. I love that question. I always love to hear what, what people say and how they got here. It was around Christmas time of 2017. I was at a pretty high weight for being a guy who's about five foot eight. I was 246 pounds. And I had just visited a friend in the hospital who was, I was 38 at the time. He was 72 and he just wasn't doing well in so many different ways. And a lot of it attributed to his exercise, his diet. And I was thinking, man, this guy, you know, this is he's still so young at 72, you know, and, and, and to think that he's not doing well because of most of the choices that he made. And, you know, I'm visiting with him and he's sharing those things with me that night. I left the hospital and I was listening to a, um, I don't even remember the guy's name, but I was interested in intermittent fasting. I kind of heard about it from my nurse at my school or so my school nurse was doing it and she was kind of telling me about it. And I, of course, I, or naturally I thought she was crazy. And this was back in 2017. So that was a while back. Right. 2017. It was like fall and Christmas time like leading up to that. She was telling me about, it, so I started watching some YouTube videos on it. Just trying to, I hadn't heard of you, hadn't heard of your book, but I was just putting stuff on YouTube and I was finding it. I was watching it and I found a guy who kind of explained the science of it. And I said, well, I'll give it a shot. And what hit me is the next night after I left the hospital, it was a Friday night and Friday nights in my house. Well, here, well, let me back up. I've always been a guy who has eaten from 6 a.m. in the morning to about 10 p.m. at night. Right. I've always just not like it's a buffet all day, but to a point where I'm going to have a Mountain Dew in the morning. I didn't like coffee. So a Mountain Dew to wake me up because I'm going to teach all these kids. I need I need to be active if I'm going to be t- teaching kids at school. I'm going to have snacks, mid-morning snack. I'm going to have a lunch. I'm going to have a mid-afternoon snack. I'm going to eat dinner at 5, 6 o'clock. And then as soon as my stomach says, you know what? There's a room in there. There's oh, a yeah. little bit more room, right? At around 8 o'clock, I might have some ice cream, some chips. And then if, if it's 10 o'clock and I'm just about ready for bed, I might just have something else because there's room in my stomach for it. So really, the only fasting I had ever done was from 10 p.m. at night until 6 in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, that was not a lot of fasting. You were doing, <laughs> wait, let's do the math. So from 10 to 6, you were you were doing 816. <laughs> yeah, right? as a math guy, 816 was not going to give me the, the success right. that any of us would need to be on this. So, but here was the trigger for me. I It was a Friday night and I said, oh, sweet, I'll start. And my mind instantly said, oh, great, I'll start this on Monday. And I stopped myself and I said, no, not again. Because I've started a trillion diets on Monday. Oh, yeah. I've started a yeah. trillion exercise programs. I know you you talk about that in your book, Monday, Monday, Monday. And right. I said, you know what? I knew I had a I had a business me- meeting Saturday at noon, and it was 6 o'clock at night. I said, I'm going to have this bag of chips. I'm going to stop at 6 o'clock, and I'm going to go until noon the next day. And I was like, uh-oh, 
I don't know if I can do this. So I didn't stop. So I ate until about seven o'clock that night. So I was, I was scared. I had fear that I'd be hungry. This fear of I'd be hungry li- later as if I was going to die of starvation. So I di- did that and, and I made it to the next day. We went out to lunch. I ate and I was like, I did it. That wasn't that hard. And then the next day, you know, I told myself, well, I'm going to, I'm going to eat. I ate d- dinner that night. And then the next day I said, well, th- well, this will be good. I'll, I'll be at church on Sunday. Oh, what if I'm really hungry? Right. I didn't trust myself. So like at nine 30 in the morning, I broke my fast. So I, you know, I don't know, I probably did about 16 hours, whatever, almost 16 hours because I was scared that at church I'd be starving and I, I couldn't eat then until noon or something like that. So I did that. So I had a normal day, but then that next day I just started. So Monday I, I was at school and our lunch is at 11 o'clock. And I had a buddy of mine who's been, he said he would start working out with me. He even said he would start fasting with, with me because, because we were talking about it over Christmas break. So we started January 6th of 2018. It ended up being, we started a few days back, but the Monday morning was 11 o'clock. So we'd eat lunch together and then we would make sure we closed by six. So we were doing a 17, seven to start. Right. That was where we started at, at this time. My school nurse had given me your book. I had read it in about four hours <laughs> Yeah, that that's about you could do it in four, definitely. <laughs> I couldn't put it down. I couldn't put it down. I'm, I'm a pretty fast reader, and at the time I was teaching re- or reading and not math. I would have my re- reading groups, and then we'd have quiet re- reading time. And I'm like, well, well, well Mr. Devin's going to be reading his own book up here, and I was just reading my and I was reading this. I was taking notes, and I was like, this is everything you were saying. Even though I was a, I'm a 38 year old man at the time. Everything you were saying about diets and food and relationship with food, I was I was resonating with. It was oh, yeah. pretty much everything I've de- dealt with, anything my mom or anyone else has had, any friend of mine, and we all kind of related to it. I said, all right, this is worth a shot. So we dove in 17, seven, and that's how we, and that's how I started. And, and then I found your chat groups. Yeah. The Facebook, Facebook groups. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Facebook groups. And I, you know, I posted a photo or something like that. And I think I w- waited to February because in February I-, I had dropped 20 pounds in my first month. Wow. Yeah. I went from like 246 to 226. And because I was jogging, I was just, I was doing my window and it's like just, it was just melting off. And I know not everyone has that, that success. So that's hard. I counsel a lot of people now th- through this. They message me on Facebook. We talk about it and it's really tough because I'm like, man, if you just work out or you do this, because that's what worked for me, I think right. it's going to work for them. And it, it doesn't always usually is something di- different with them. So I try to find out like what that is and try to coach them. But, but from there, man, I, I would post on there and, and folks gave me some, some advice, Jimmy, if you do some hit workouts or if you do some sprints, it'll just melt away. I said, all right, I'll try again. So I, you know, I picked up the second month and, uh, I went about April. I weighed it in again and I lost another, I was down another about 20 pounds. So I was down a total of about 40 at this point from January to April. And now I that's see awesome. that. It, yeah. And now I see that's pretty common. A lot of people will do 30, 40 pounds in about a three month span. Like people post that often. And, and I'm still shocked when I see it. Right. I'm absolutely blown, blown away, but everyone's bodies are di- different. But man, when you say I'm going to, Oh, but here's what happened during that time. I did hit a little bit of a lull. So, so what I did is my buddy and I, instead of eating at 11 or 11 o'clock starting in February, we said, why don't we walk on our lunch hour? So we decided, to, and it's February, and it's February in South Dakota. So it's, oh, it's, I can't uh, even imagine February in South Dakota. <laughs> snow on the ground, right? Snow on the ground. You got to watch your step <laughs> because there's ice. 
and we just ordered scarves from Amazon. I'm a Green Bay Packers fan, so I had a Packers one. I, I was picturing you wearing Green Bay Packers attire. Yeah, I yeah, can remember and, those photos. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So I'd have my <laughs> I'd have my gear on and my hat, and he would have his Yankee stuff on, and we go for a walk. And so what that did is that kind of changed the game. Instead of going from a 17-7, because we didn't eat on our lunch period, and then as soon as we got back to school, our next it's, it's middle school, so now we're at fifth period or whatever it is. So now it's like, well, we don't have a lunch break. So now it's time to get back to teaching. And before you, you know, you'd start to get hungry around one, two o'clock. And that was at about the 17, 18 hour, you know, break or 18. No, I'm sorry. 19, 20 hour t- time frame, about one, two o'clock for us. That's when I made sure I had some pistachios in my desk or something like that. So that's, so if I was hungry, I would do that. But what I tried to do is if I wasn't hungry, just keep on keeping on. I help kids with math. Right. I'm busy around my classroom throw a wild drop in since I'm helping kids with nice and close. <laughs> right. Yeah. But before you knew it, I was, I transitioned really quickly to either 18, six was always my goal, but I found myself at 20 slash four or 22, two, 23, one, almost, it was just so easy. I just kept transitioning to that. And that's kind of where I've been since I, I suppose, since, since about that summer, that first su- summer, it was June of that same year of 2018, and I hit 199. I remember I made a big post. I'm in Wonderland, you know. And yay! I, that's something so psychologically pleasing yeah. about that. I, that remember, I mean, I remember when I got there too. I mean, the whole idea. You know, as a five foot five woman, I never wanted my my weight to start with a two, and then it did. And then just seeing that one, there's just something about that digit, isn't that? It's, that one was so p- powerful. But I, well, here's the deal. I've done. Over the years, you know, like the last 10 years, I had been in weight loss challenges. I've done Biggest Losers. I've done all sorts of those tricks and those games, especially being in school. Someone's always running a competition for something. Oh, yeah. And I actually won. Have you heard me talk about that on the podcast? I won the Biggest Loser competition at my elementary school one year. Yeah. And well, it's because I worked it. Like before we had our first weigh-in, I like pigged out for like three days. And got of my course. weight as artificially high as I could. You know, I'm good at a competition. I'm very competitive. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to win. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. Uh, yeah. I came in second when I did, did it that that one year. And I remember my weight, though. I got to like 211. And even like the last night, I remember or my buddy who was trying to help me catch this the other guy. Because I knew he, he was about 208. And I was trying, I was three pounds away. He's like, here's what you need to buy. And he coached me on what to buy and drink. And I, it wasn't good. It, it, it dehydrated me. I was on, I was in the bathroom all night. It was, oh yeah. I did drop Um, some weight, but I didn't win. He went anyway. Did y'all do it based on percentage of initial goal? It was based on percentage. Yeah. 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 We were about the same height and the same weight and him and I were battling it out. But the thing was, that was still like, I got to like 206. So now I'm at 199 and I'm thinking, Everything I've done in my adult life since I was an athlete in college, I haven't been like 185 since co- college, right? So here I'm like, since then I've been working, doing things, and 199 was unreal. So that was the thing. Right. And I, so I told myself, what, or like you said, it's mental. It's psychology. You're sitting there saying, I'm not going back to 200. Mm-hmm. Nope, mm-hmm. it's not happening. And of course, two days later, I weigh in, I'm like, 201. And I'm like, no. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Stay off the scale. Once you pass that milestone, <laughs> stay off for like a week. Let it set or something. <laughs> Again, I read your book. I knew how to chart my weight. You know, like, or so many folks like, oh my goodness, I put on three pounds overnight. Yeah. Like, yeah. We know how to do the weekly averages and stuff. I'm like, come on. You know, but 
So I knew that. So I wasn't going to get on your group and panic. Oh my God. Oh, oh no, I'm a 201. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I ignored it. I ignored, yeah, ignored it, but I did check in about a week later and I was 199, 198, right in that range again. And then, of course, summer happened. And uh, th- this is where I do a lot of traveling. I'm off for school. I travel down south. I might go to a conference or two. And man, I, I mean, when I travel, I, I enjoy my travel and I eat. I eat my way through towns, I, you know, and so this was different for me. This is my first time I'm going to travel and I had a, I had a dilemma. Okay. So is this where I put intermittent fasting on hold? Cause I'm, I'm I go to eat. Oh yeah. Me too. When I go on a trip, I want to taste what they have. I want to eat the delicious food. 100%. Yeah. So at the time I wasn't a strict one meal a day kind of guy, but I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed the way I felt at one meal. So I, I kind of liked it. So I told myself, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give myself two meals. Okay. So I allowed myself two meals. I never did three. And that was easy to do actually, because people like to sleep in and do things. And, hey, why don't we go get a le- or 11 o'clock this? And then, hey, we'll eat lunch or dinner around four o'clock. Okay, great. So I ended up doing two meals a day. And then I went through the whole su- summer, got back into the routine. I weighed in and in the fall again, and I was still about 199 or 198. And so you maintained is, over that yeah. summer of and traveling. It, yeah, it, right. And I didn't work out. I just kind of lived my life. And I said, okay, this is how I knew this was for real. Because right. in my old lifestyle, if I would have added just breakfast and just, oh, maybe a milkshake at 10 because we're in so-and-so city and they have the best milkshakes, I would have been about 220. Right. And I knew it. I knew I'd be about 220. So I'm like, holy cow, this this really does work. And all I did was shrink to an 18.6 probably That's right awesome. over, yeah. over that time. It was great. So it was fall. You're back at school. You're back in a routine. So my buddy and I, we started hitting it again. He was off fasting. He stopped uh, and he put all his weight back on. He continued to be off fasting and I'll talk about him la- later on in the podcast, but he stopped and then I continued. But then by October I was 190. Awesome. So I dropped 10 more pounds by going back to one meal a day, but also running and doing that kind of stuff again. And I hate running. I'm just going to add that. I, I literally absolutely <laughs> don't I love it. running. I don't. I, really I don't, don't like running either. It's okay not to. I actually, you know, I've talked about DNA analysis before and um, my DNA results about exercise talked about that I would be less likely to do that kind of exercise. And I'm like, of course. It's okay. See, don't you love that built-in excuse? I love it. I do. Yes. Well, I, do I like, love to jump yeah. on my rebounder. I love to, you oh, know, nice. things like that. I don't yeah. want to run though. I like doing those like beach body work- workouts, you know, those ones where you're 25 mi- minutes or 40 and it's a hit thing. You're in and out, but you're right. done in like every part of your a body. Burst. Yeah. A burst of something. Yeah. I'm yeah. more of that too. Yeah. yeah. Short Sean T and those guys. So well, I'm not going to do that, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, here's the crazy part. Like during the biggest loser fast for or, or whining back a few years back when I was doing that and I got down to like 208 or whatever it was, I was doing Sean T, but because I was. You know, you finish those vid videos and I'm doing them again because we're in quarantine right, right now. So that's the only right. way I can work. Yeah, work we're out. recording this in um, April. I had to think about what month it was. I couldn't remember for a second. I'm like, what day is it? Right. We've yeah, all been inside for like six or eight weeks. <laughs> where where am I? Yeah, it's April right now. But even though this will come out in July, but yes. In July. Hopefully in July, we're well out of this. and we're, we're Oh, we're, please. We're, I hope. <laughs> yes. But, so I had to bust out the or my insanity like videos again and start doing them. Well, because I can't go to the gym, I can't run, I can't do weights, whatever. So I, I start doing that. 
And at the end of the workout, Sean always says, well, make sure you drink your recovery formula. Make sure you do this. And I'm like, right. No, Sean, I'm going to let my stored fat work for me. Okay. But there you go. I don't need my workout shake. But when I do those, my, my whole body feels strong. And, um, I would prefer that over running any day of the week, but I don't know. Whatever. Well, I, th- I really feel like you should do what feels good. You know, some people love running. I mean, they love it. And I believe them just like I believe people who love to eat keto. People, I believe people who are car. I believe that people love running. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I, I wish I loved it. running. Man, I wish I loved running. It, it looks like it would be so. F- no, I don't love running. No, it doesn't even look like much. No, it does not to me. I suppose I'm views. one of those people. You know that joke? If you see me running, you better start running too because something is chasing me. Something's chasing you. Yeah, a bear right, or something. That, right. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you running from? What are you running from? Uh, exactly. So here is another unique thing. So I was doing. So here I am. I'm down to about 100 not, or 90 pounds, and this is October of. 2018 now. Here we are in 2020. So for the next 18 months, I don't lose a pound. I fluctuate between 187 and 195. I just check it about once every two months, just kind of see where I was at. And just for like, just to make sure I wasn't going too bad. But the crazy thing is people would still come up to me and say, oh my goodness, you're losing weight. And I'm like, what? Because I knew I wasn't. I knew for a fact that was not You were not on the scale. Yeah. But I went from a size 38 pants to 32s. I haven't worn wow. 32 since high school, right? Wow. I went yeah. from X, 2X or at least 2X or extra large, big extra large to I can wear large and mediums depending on the brand. Like some like me- mediums I like, but some they're like so skin tight. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, not wearing yeah. that. That's just weird. But so people would see me in like a medium shirt and it was more fitting and pants that were th- 32 and be like, oh my goodness, man, this intermittent fasting must really work. And then more and more folks started to, I started to gain disciples, I guess, if you would. People really wanted to know. Right. See, that's the, the best part. They want to do it too. They see how great you look and how great you feel. And really the way you feel is what shines through. Yes. Yeah, because when yeah. I lost weight with other ways and, you know, I, I don't think I looked healthy. You know, people were like, yeah, I couldn't do that. You know, they didn't want to. <laughs> well, think about the skin. You know, folks post about their skin all the time. And I mean, when I look at my before and after shot, I'm more impressed with, I look, everyone's like, wow, you look 10 years younger. I mean, I'm posting a photo from, or when I turned 40 in September of last year, I posted a photo in our group of me turning 30 and me turning 40 and folks were like, shut the front door. Right. Like they couldn't believe it. I look better at 40 than I did at 30. And I love that feeling. And, but I tell people that it's, I feel great. I have so much, I have a five-year-old, a seven-year-old, a sophomore in high school and a 20 year old son. So I have, I have a variety of, of kids yes, who you keep you busy at home. <laughs> and not only that, you're middle school kids. So even at school, I went to a standing desk because my body, when I would sit down and get back up, I didn't want to get back up once I sat down. So I got a standing desk at school. So even if I go back to my computer to enter a grade or look something up, I don't sit down. I get right back out there and I feel like that's made me stronger. You know, yeah. I feel like, you know, I try to get 10,000, even if I don't run or work out, I want 10,000 steps a day, you know, at least. And that was easy to do when you were at school. So for me, easy. anyway, I remember. So I actually am a lot less active than I was when I was teaching just because of the activity of teaching. So I've had to work on, you know, remaining active since I retired. But, you know, now that you're you're working from home, since, like I said, we're recording this in April, 
Are you still, you know, trying to stay active during the day? It's hard. I, I mean, it like is, I said, yeah. I am doing five days a week. I'm getting up and doing or one of those beach body like videos I talked about. And my mindset says, hey, it's going to take me anywhere from 30 minutes to 45. I'm going to be in. I'm going to be out. I'm going to be done. I'm going to shower. I'm going to open my computer and I'm going to sit. And I'm going to I'm going to work with kids online. I'm going to email clients back. I'm going to work on whatever I need to work on. But it's a lot of sit, sitting. At the end of the day, I look at my step counter. And this is somebody, I mean, before this happened, I was getting 100,000 steps a week, if not more. Right. I was winning challenges or week after week. And now I can barely hit. 50,000 steps because I'm not, yeah. I don't have a treadmill. So, and, and when you're in South Dakota, even like a day like today, it's going to be 24 degrees. We just had a foot of snow over the weekend, but it was 72 days before that. So we're out playing, we're out r- running. I was getting 15, 20,000 steps, but then shut down for three days, three, four days. And you're not able to even go for a walk. I'm so sad for all of you that live in the snow. It's going to be 82 here today in Georgia oh, in April, mid-April. It's beautiful. We did have a lot of storms last night. That, like tornadoes came I through. heard so about we, those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had tornado warnings while I was asleep. So luckily, they did not yeah. touch down or I would not have known. <laughs> that'd, be a, that'd be a scary, scary time. It would have been. So, it would have been. So those are challenges. So you have to be aware of your challenges where you guys, where you live, if it's super hot and humid and you know Correct. you want to get a wor- workout in or a run or a walk, even, you know, I'm going to get up early in the morning and I'm going to do it. Or I'm going to do it late at night. Like you have to plan your days around those things. Or if it's going to be inside, I'm going to get up, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Or like we just bought like one of those, it's not a Peloton bike, but it's a, it's close. It's like a, I don't know, it's another brand. It's called Proform, but you know, right. they have a monthly subscription. They have th- this and that. And we get on the, bu- I can go on the bike for 40 mi- minutes. I'm up and down. I'm, dripping wet a- afterwards and my wife and I, we love it. And it's, there's no impact because you're on a bike. So that's right. kind of nice too. So I'll mix in those workouts as well. So you're, you're staying active, even though it's hard during the work week, you're, you're fitting it in how the best you can. It's intentional. It's just like the fasting. It's like, this yeah. is a time where, you know, I kind of said to myself a few days back and I was, I've been coaching a few folks and I said this to them and they really appreciated it. I ended up posting it on the chat board yesterday, but it was something along the lines of, I've made a choice. I'm either going to kind of binge fast during this quarantine because quarantine could last a long time. We've all been in it like six weeks when we're recording right. this and this could last six months. We have no idea, right? At this point, we have no idea how long it's going to last. We, or we hope it's another few weeks and we're done. But that might, when we listen in, in July, like we might be in the like middle of it. We have no idea. Right. But so, you know, I started thinking about that. I'm like, okay, because I can give myself an excuse to go back to eating as much as I want, whenever I want. I could not work out. I could easily put 10, 15, 20, 30 pounds back on. So I had to make up my mind and say, either I'm going to do this and continue, or I'm going to go off it. I don't think I, you know, I really can't find it in between. So I'm either going to go all in or, or not all in. I get it. You know, I'm the same way with that, having to make a decision. For me, it's like, I'm feeling stressed out, so I'm going to have a snack early, and I'm going to drink extra wine, and I'm going to drink wine seven days a week because every day's the weekend now. And I'm going to, you know, it's it's very easy, or you just have to make that decision. Right. I'm not, and I actually about a, oh, two weeks ago I pulled back out my fasting app, and I had not used my fasting app since 2018, I think, <laughs> like for real. Yeah, <laughs> I pulled it back out because I was opening early and keeping my window open later. And, you know, not, not that I was gaining weight or not, but I just realized it had crept to that point just because of the stress. Mm-hmm. And, and that'll like, do not, that. 
yeah, I'm like, I'm not, what am I doing? I'm right. not going to do that. So I pulled the app out. It's amazing how that makes a difference. Just like last night I was cleaning up after dinner and I had closed the app because I was done. I was full. I was satisfied. I'd closed the app and there was, you know, something I was like, oh, I could just eat that one little bite of that as I'm cleaning up. And I'm like, no, I've closed my window. You know, I went back and forth like with the app and I, I always thought it was neat. Like, like you and a few others, you guys have like this, or seems to have the same like w- like window every day. Like when I see you guys post in the same times, a lot of folks can do do that. In my li- line of work, meeting with clients or meeting right. with folks and this and that, sometimes I find myself eating lunch. Sometimes I find myself eating dinner. So I did the same thing. I did the app for like six to eight months. And then I quit the app because it was kind of the general consensus. And I don't know if this is fair. You'd have to, t- or, or, or tell me what you think, but there's like a general consensus in the chat boards, like if you, or the Facebook groups that if you, like once you give up the app, you've arrived. Like, oh, you got this. <laughs> you've arrived. You know you've though? graduated. I, I know people who have been doing intermittent fasting for years who have used the app the whole time just because they like the data. They like having it just like the scale. You know, I gave right. it the scale because I didn't want the data, but you know, it's just... For me, it's just an accountability piece that was helping me realize, hey, window's closed. And I, I don't, gosh, of all people, I should have arrived, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, And I yeah. think I have. It's my lifestyle. But even with that, you know, I was like, I think this is a tool I can use right now because this is a time that's never happened, this stressful feeling. And my rhythm had gotten out of whack. Mm-hmm. So... Me being a math teacher, you think I would just love to do math all the time. Well, the problem when I gave up the app, I found myself, all I'm doing is thinking back and doing math. And, and now, right. and not only math, I'm doing elapsed time. That's one of the worst math that's, oh, to yeah, understand, that's true. right? Yeah. That's Yo, I used to struggle. teach that to fourth right. graders and third graders. And yes. Yeah, I'm teaching it to my second grade daughter who's working on the third grade standards right now. She's like, but well, I don't get it. So we, it's always like, okay, what's well, 27 <laughs> after the hour? Plus three <laughs> is 30. Another 30 is to the next, oh, 33 minutes. You know what I mean? So it's so much me- mental. So I found myself after about two months, I was like, this is stupid. All I'm doing is math all day, trying to figure out when I ate last night. Well, when did I close? I can't, was it okay? I did this. What did I even do yesterday? And right. so I'm like, this is stupid. But but I felt like I wasn't a good enough ifer if I went back to the app. I said, you know what? And I m- made a post. I'm like, I'm going back to the app. I, I'm sick yeah. of doing math and my window's all over the place. And if you're a one to four every day, you don't need the app probably. But, yeah. but you know what? My window's all over the place. And sometimes I look at my phone and I'm like, holy cow, I've been fasting 31 hours. And I had no idea because I ate lunch the day before, but now we're going out to a dinner the night or the next night. I, I just think it's nice. It's interesting data to have, and I'm enjoying looking at it. And I didn't realize, I, I do always have dinner. You see that, you know, mm-hmm. that I'm always posting my dinner. But some days I open my window, like yesterday I opened my window at 2.30, because well, I was yesterday hungrier. was Easter and yesterday it was, well, it was, but still so people... you wouldn't, it wasn't anything Easter related. It was just, I was hungry at two 30. So I opened my window at two 30 and had a very large snack that someone might've called a second meal, but <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what you call it. But then I had dinner on the table just before 7 PM. And so I closed my window. It ended up being a five hour window, but oh, well. when I thought about nibbling on something after dinner, I thought about, 
oh, I could have some dates with peanut butter. That would be really good. And I'm like, no, I already had a five hour window. And I'm like, wow, if I hadn't been using the app, I would have had that. You would have had that. And that's where <laughs> I would have. I would have. Yeah. And what you said right there is why I still have the app because yeah. I will, like my wife made popcorn the, the other day and I, I had, I hit close on the app at like four just because I was right. satisfied. I knew I wasn't going to eat more. You know, I'll always find re- reasons to shove more food in my face. So, yeah, I, so. I didn't realize I was doing that is what I'm saying. And, you know, my clothes are fitting. I'm fine. I'm not, you mm-hmm. know, but yeah. I don't weigh. But I realized I was keeping my window open a really long time. Mm-hmm. And so here we are. It's four o'clock. This is the night before Easter. And it was about six. We were watching something and she made this popcorn and it smelled up the whole house and it just smelled amazing. And I was like, I looked at. So first thing I did was like, I think I just closed. Let, let me look at my app. I looked at my app and it was, I already had a two hour fast going. Oh yeah. I said, well, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to have popcorn now. I get it. Yeah. So everybody you know, who, you know, is like app schmap or whatever, you know, like people who would never dream of using an app, there are definite benefits to seeing that, you know, and it doesn't mean that you haven't arrived if you're using an app. It doesn't mean you're a fake faster, you know? Right. <laughs> And I, I love going back in mine. I mean, I'll look back at the last week and it'll be like, I'll do the averages. I'm like, this is fun. So I'll look at it and be like, I averaged 23 hours this whole week. Wow. What a disciplined week. Because for me to have more success, it's actually shorter w- windows help me a lot. Right. Like I enjoy the comfort of a 19.5, a 24, like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have some dates with peanut butter or whatever, you know, some nuts. I'm going to have, uh, you know, my wife's big on cheese trays. So if you saw yeah, my too. post yesterday- them. In the group, I posted the big cheese tray and she's, I mean, there's everything on this thing. So we opened with that on our Easter, a big cheese tray. And I'm like, this is great. We ate that for an hour straight. And then she had the meal afterwards. But those are the kind of things I, you know, I love to enjoy and just open my window with and just, just soak it up. But if I, but then once I'm done, like yesterday, I gave myself permission to have a six hour window and it, it was like 90 minutes and I couldn't put anything else in. You're like, that's it. I'm done. I said, I'm done. And I'm okay with it. Like, I, I mean, I, I had a, I had a glass of sangria. I had, I had the cheese tray with the cheese and the nuts and, you know, and I had, and she smoked a, a chicken. It was fabulous. So we had an amazing Easter me- meal with just us. Cause no one else. Can go. We have a 20 year old right. son who came to the door and we handed him a plate because he can't even <laughs> come in the house Aww. right now, you know, and that's yeah. sad. But he came and, and he's one of those essential workers. So he's working in public every day. So he's like, I can't come in your guys' house. And even if you wanted me to, I, I'll just come and get a plate, you know? So, and his Easter basket. Cause of course, yeah, you have your 20 year old kid at Easter basket with some Clorox wipes. Oh yeah. I'm fine. The, d- the different things butter. you would put in there for them. Yeah. <laughs> and chocolate. <laughs> yeah. I, the app is good though. I, I like the app and, you know, I like looking at those averages. And like I said, I do better when I, eat like a shorter time period and then just get back. I'm just excited to get back to the next fast. Like yeah, that makes no, sense. My, I enjoy my food so much, but I enjoy the next fast and there's no way I'm going to fast for four hours and open it up for an ice cream cone. Now no, in the past, no. I did that all the time. I found, Oh yeah, we had d- dinner at four and I ate ice cream at nine at night because that wasn't my mindset. Yeah. I just looked at mine just real quick. I pulled it up. I've been tracking my window now for 15 days. So it started maybe halfway through the, I think it might've started right about when they said shelter in place. I think the word shelter in place stressed me out. I'm like, I need to keep my window a little more closely. (laughs) 
<laughs> in line. But my average window length through those four, those 15 days has been 4.1 hours. So that's just interesting data because people are always interested in, you know, what I do. And I'm, I've always been like, I don't really know. I just do it. Uh-huh. But since, like I said, I haven't tracked it since 2018. And even then, I only did it for like a couple of days. I mean, I haven't really tracked it consistently since 2016 so it's been and you've a always been like a 95 like technically yeah right? like that's where yeah. you live yeah back when i was tracking it before back in 2016 really before i wrote delay don't deny or as i was writing delay don't deny my window ended up being more about two and a half hours at that time but that was because i was working i was teaching so i didn't ever open my window until i got home from work i just did not eat at school right I just didn't. So I would come home from school and open my window maybe 4.30, maybe 5 o'clock. And then, you know, by the time I had a little something and then dinner, there was I wasn't going to eat again. So now my window is a little longer than it was back when I was tracking it in 2016. But I, I like having a little something and then dinner. Yeah, just it having dinner is not really, yeah, yeah, it's not really enough food for me to have a short window. I can't eat enough food in an hour you know, like I really, I can tell I don't sleep well. I can tell it wasn't enough food for me. My body lets me know. So I need, I need a longer window at this point. But four is, is not that long. I mean, right. You know, no, four is a great When I'm saying I need a longer window, what I mean is right now I'm averaging a four hour window versus in 2016, I was averaging two and a half. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and sometimes you, you just need a little bit more time to eat it all in. You know, you're trying to get, because what some folks, I mean, because there's times where I'll eat, I mean, we, we all, I mean, the beauty about the delay, don't deny concept, the mindset is that I can eat. We all face stress in our daily lives. What if the answer to a better stress response is in one key nutrient? I'm talking about magnesium and specifically magnesium breakthrough by by optimizers. This one-of-a-kind product is designed to reverse low levels of magnesium, which could have a positive effect on our stress response. But don't take my word for it. Here's a quote from a 2020 issue of the scientific journal Nutrients. Results suggest that stress could increase magnesium loss, causing a deficiency. And, in turn, magnesium deficiency could enhance the body's susceptibility to stress, resulting in a magnesium and stress vicious circle. I only recommend Magnesium Breakthrough by by Optimizers. It's the only organic full-spectrum magnesium supplement that includes seven unique forms of magnesium for stress resilience and better sleep. Simply go to bioptimizers.com slash ifstories promo code IFSTORIES10 to get your magnesium breakthrough and find out this month's gift with purchase. That's bioptimizers.com slash IFSTORIES, promo code IFSTORIES10. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for clean eating, delivering pre-portioned and prepped quality whole foods with limited processed ingredients. Green Chef sends organic, fresh produce, responsibly sourced proteins, and chef-designed recipes in every box for satisfying, nourishing, and convenient meals that fit in beautifully to my cleanish lifestyle, and the food is totally window-worthy. Tonight, we're having barbecue sweet potato tacos with cabbage and carrot slaw, black beans, corn and cheesy tortillas, and they come with Green Chef's chimichurri sauce. So good. Go to greenchef.com slash ifstories50 and use the promo code ifstories50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. That's greenchef.com slash ifstories50. And don't forget to use the promo code ifstories50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months.
I can have these pizzas and I can have these burgers. The problem is your taste buds. I mean, if you're just starting on this, your taste buds will change. I still love a burger. It's true. I, yeah. I, I mean, I still love pizza, but my wife is blown away by the amount of veggies I eat now. Like it's true. I can steam 10 different varieties that I never ate before. I can eat that, but that would kind of fill me up. And I know that's not enough for me for the day. So when I eat like that, I, I, I do need to wait a little bit and then eat my next thing. Or, you know, my wife will joke because she'll make something amazing for breakfast, amazing for lunch. Or then at dinner, I'm eating her di dinner with that amazing French toast for breakfast. Right. And then I'm warming up whatever the lunch, the mac and cheese for lunch. And I have you delayed all, it. I delayed it all till dinner time. And now I'm eating it all, all at one time. And she's like, all you're doing is eating all of it at once. You're not doing anything different than I am. I said, well, no, I'm, I mean, at once so I can have a, a nice, long, clean fast. Well, because, yeah, they're really, people don't understand that. There really is something happening during the fast that would not be happening if you took the exact same amount of food and spread it out over the course of the day. I mean, we know that. I know. It really, it, you really can shove it all in. I mean, but but you don't usually want to because I'm sure if you added it all up, it's still less than if you had eaten all day. Right. I can do it pretty comfortable now in about two hours to three hours, but I'm not rushing. I'm just like, that's just when I'm closed, I close. I, my mindset is always like three, four hours, but then, oh, done in two and a half. Okay, that's fine. Like I was really craving popcorn yesterday from the movie theater. And I know that's so bad for me, but I love it. Our local movie the theater delivers it to your home right now. Oh, wow. Because of the quarantine. I love the I was... creativity of how everybody's, <laughs> you know, keeping yeah. their businesses open, right? Yeah, it's pretty nice. And and we're going out of our way. Like, we're meal planning. But, I mean, I'm, I'm a business guy. I'm a community guy. And I feel like it's my duty to try to order out a few nights a week and go because I'm not losing my income with teaching. We're right. st I'm still getting those incomes. I need to... I am lo losing the extra DJ income because all of our weddings are pushing out. I get that. But that's all incremental income anyway. So I'm thinking if I can do my part and we can order some food or this, that, and the other thing, we're going to do it. And so I've been enjoying probably some more burgers and fries. And I normally, because we don't often cook burgers and fries at home because the business around the businesses around here cook them way better than we do. So I figure I'm going to eat super healthy at home. And when we order out, I'm going to get a burger. <laughs> I'm going to get a and are steak you in, or but something. I, I always do love a burger. That's one thing that I've always, I, I could always eat a burger. I never have lost my taste. I mean, I'm a little more burger choosy, right? Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But people definitely, they know I love burgers. <laughs> it's the perfect food. I've been scared of mushrooms. I've been scared of avocados for years. And now I'm, I'll, I'll put avocado and mushrooms on things. And it's like, Ooh, how about an avocado mushroom burger? Me too. And, uh, yeah. it, with Swiss here, cheese. Yes. With Swiss cheese. And I put a little, I like it hot. I put a little, I just got this ghost pepper and I, I, I sprinkle a little bit on there. You can't sprinkle too, too much or you want to, no, I couldn't attack. do it, but yeah, you just do a little good. bit and it's and, and, and what that's allowing me, I was dipping in ketchup. That's allowing me to try to, I'm trying to get away from the ketchup because there's so much sugar in it. And we tried making our homemade and I'm like, this is just mashed up tomatoes. This is gross. So <laughs> it's not ketchup. You can't call it the ketchup. What makes it good is the, you know, the bottled kind and from the store. So I'm trying to just do it less and less. So I'm trying different ways to <laughs> have less ketchup, I guess. I get it. I, I have always loved ketchup though. You're right. I've, I was, I had a, like a little car, like, like a toy car that was a ketchup bottle when I was a little girl, like, like a, I don't know, like two or three, there's pictures of me riding it. It was like a ketchup scooter that I would <laughs> ride on, which is really funny. I hadn't thought of that in years, but <laughs> always been a ketchup fan. Yeah. So you've noticed your, your taste in food has changed and you don't like the sugar as much. 
but I still eat it. So I went on an experiment a few weeks back. Cause again, I'm sitting at one ninety to one night or 95. So I weigh in again, again, I'm looking better though. I'm feeling good. I have a ton of energy. I feel strong. So I know my body is recompositioning. It is right. people tell me that all the time and I can see it in the mirror. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do two weeks without sugar. And I told my wife that and she's like, no, you won't. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> I watch you eat. I mean, she'll make a chocolate cake and I'll put a scoop of peanut butter on top of it. I mean, I put peanut butter on everything. I'll get an ice Yum. cream cone. I'll put a pile of peanut butter in. I'll mix it. I'm, I'm quite famous now on the, on the Facebook groups for my peanut butter ice cream posts and stuff like that. Now people are like, where's the peanut butter if I don't have peanut butter on? Right. So I went two weeks without it. And I said, I'm going to go two, two weeks. I'm going to keep the same routine. I'm not going to just eat healthy for two weeks. I'm going to do everything exactly the same, but I'm just going to cut out the extra sugar. I allowed myself some yogurt and I found out Greek yo yogurt with plain is disgusting. Oh, really? You don't like it? See, I do like it. I like that tartness. Well, so what I did, I mean, I added some berries and then some granola and it still kind of was gross to me. So I allowed myself a little bit of maple syrup. I have like real maple syrup, just a drip of that. And it, it was palatable, but that's my goal is to be able to eat those kind of things. So I'm trying to wean myself to, to just have the, the Greek yogurt, but by itself and not added honey or something like that. I, I mean, I love that. or I love what added honey, stuff like that. But so I'm trying to get to there. So I did that for two weeks. And I pretty much had the same dessert every night, pretty close, or fruit or something like that. And I, I was about 193 when I started it, give or take. And then I weighed in at 185. Wow. And that, was my, and that was my goal weight forever. So I hit, so I lost those five to eight pounds that I've been struggling with for a while, all by just giving up some sugar. And I haven't had a okay, that's soda in probably six right weeks. There. Right. And I haven't had a, I love Mountain Dew. I haven't had a soda in like six weeks. Okay, that's pretty impressive right there then. Okay, so are you going to continue avoiding the sugar for a while? No. Okay. <laughs> well, here's what I learned. I learned that I can go without it for two weeks. So mm -hmm. I could either give it up forever or I could sprinkle it in, allow myself. I'm really good with the w window time. So okay, okay. So if I can be good with the w window, I don't have to have that extra like I don't need M and M's. I don't need, need or need the what are they called refined sugars every day. I could do the yogurt stuff, but then there, I can allow, allow myself like twice a week, where I allow myself a piece of cake with some ice cream and some peanut butter on it, or a big ice cream or something like that. I but I can't do it every day and expect to be at my goal weight or below. I just can't. Well, you know, if we look back in history, back when people were not struggling so much with obesity, or or you know being overweight. People didn't used to have like giant desserts every day, you know, <laughs> no. that, that was like special occasion. You might have a cake on Sunday and everybody would have a little bit, you know, you weren't like living the dream of dessert every day. Well, and I'm not even convinced it's those dessert things. I think what people don't re realize, and I, I didn't re realize either, but every time I see, you know, I go somewhere with friends or you go into church, everyone's got their big coffee, but it's not latte. black coffee. Yeah. Right. They it's got full lattes. of those pumps of syrup. Yeah. Right. And not only that, the 44 ounce drink from the gas station is 99 cents. So everyone's Giant. got a 44 ounce Mountain Dew or Dr. Pepper. And they're like, this is great. And I'm thinking, or I even know. if it's diet, you know, they I think know. they're doing a better choice, but it's that sweet taste uh -huh. constantly keeping the insulin up. And, you know, when I was researching for fast feast repeat, I did a lot of reading about hyperinsulinemia, which is high levels of insulin all the time, which is linked to so many of our health conditions. And if you're, even if it's a diet soda and you're like constantly nursing it all day long, that is not good. It, your insulin's just up, 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 right? I know. I know. But it's no calories, so it's safe.
This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. I had a friend that when I taught, she would get the, we call it, I don't know, some one of our gas stations had something called a polar pop. And it's like a big old styrofoam mm-hmm. cup. And I don't know if you save your cup or if you're a member or whatever, but you can come in and get it filled up every morning for like 29 cents or something. And it just stays cold and they la- it lasts all day long. And so, so many people are doing that. Every morning they stop and they get their soda, whether it's full sugar or even diet. And so everyone, it's, it's really impacting our health. It is. And I knew that was impacting me the most. And I've always been a guy, like when I have a good pizza, I want a, I want a nice cold, like Dr. Pe- Pepper or Mountain right. Dew or something with it, cream soda, you know, something like that. But I've learned that. And, and every once in a while, I will have it. That's the beauty of delay. Don't deny. I'll go out for right. drinks and I'll have a drink and I don't have to be, I'll have a margarita. I love me a nice margarita cherry or, you know. I love the fruity. You like the fruity ones? My wife makes fun of me because I don't do the manly ones. (laughs) Well, And I come from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So in Milwaukee, if you don't like beer, you're like, man, are you picked on? So are you not a beer like a beer lover? I couldn't dislike beer more than I do. Love it. And and I was born and raised 28 years in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I mean, you're by the Miller plant and all that. You know, the, the, the stadiums are named after the beers. And man, would people pick on me in high school and college because I didn't like beer. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm not. But I'll still enjoy a drink here and there. And here's the crazy thing. Like, again, I mean, in stressful times, here we are. And we've been in quarantine, what, four to six weeks at this point? Right. I could allow myself to have a drink every day because I can do that in delay, don't deny. I can, and I'm okay. Correct, yeah. But that doesn't mean that we should, right? (laughs) Right, it doesn't mean that that we should. can, but that's... (laughs) <laughs> you know, like same with me. That's what I've been working on. Just and plus, it's spring here, and the weather is so pretty. And that that gives me the whole, you know, want to celebrate. I'm sitting in the sun. It's time for pina uh-huh. coladas. We're having spring break, even though we're you know stuck at home. So I made pina coladas a week ago, and then I made them again. But the first time I made them, I used a mixer that I used to always use, 
and it it's very heavily sweetened and I didn't realize how sweet it was. Oh. And I was like, oh my gosh, these are so sweet. I can't even stand it. So <laughs> then sweet. the next, yeah, the next time I got organic coconut cream, which has nothing in it but coconut cream and no sweetener at all and made them with frozen pineapple and it was perfect. Oh, I'm going to try that. We have a whole can of pineapple right now. I buy it all the time. Wow. That sounds so good. Yeah. Freeze it. Freeze the pineapple. Put it in a baggie. Put it in a Ziploc baggie. Yeah. Uh Freeze it. Because when you're making um, frozen drinks, if you can use a frozen fruit more so than ice, it's better. It doesn't make it so watery. So, I mean, the takeaway from this podcast is going to be how to make drinks. There you go. I love it. I love that. (laughs) But (laughs) I realized that I didn't enjoy the really, really sweet pina colada at all. It was way too sweet. And I was like, this is not even good. It was too sweet. But it was the brand I always used to buy. And I I didn't like it anymore. So, But just the organic coconut cream and frozen pineapple and the rum. And then, uh, you know, I think I put a few cubes of ice in there. But the frozen pineapple really gave it a good consistency. Probably tomorrow. It was delicious. (laughs) That's the key though. You know, and and what I think a lot of people that misunderstand and or your book in one way is that delay don't deny. They take it to a point where they can just have whatever they want, whenever they want. And I know I started that way. I was eating burgers, fries, sodas. Ha ha, look at me. And I lost 20 pounds my first month drinking nothing but Mountain Dew and burgers and fries. And I kind of made a joke like, see, this is so easy, but that does stop. Like there is a point where- And you don't want to- do it anymore. And it's like, yeah, you make the choice like, man, I want more nutrients in my body. Like one of my favorite like restaurants around here is a Mongolian grill where I can get, I can just grab a pile of veggies. They can cook it up if I don't want, want to buy it myself and they can, I can cook it and say, thank you. And I can eat that with some, I don't even, I don't even get noodles. I just get, right. I get zucchini ones, you know, and like, this is great. It tastes so because good. Because they're delicious and you prefer them. Yeah. yeah. That's the most misunderstood part about delay, don't deny. The whole process of letting your body direct you to eating the the more nutritious foods. And so, you know, a lot of the criticism that I've gotten over the years has to do with, you know, I can't believe you tell people to eat whatever they want. I'm like, well, you know, there's a lot of diet books that tell you exactly what to eat. How many of us have been able to do that long term when we're following someone else's restrictive plan? It only works when you are in charge and you're directing yourself. And when your body says, hey, Brussels sprouts are delicious now, that's powerful. Like we had Brussels sprouts yesterday with dinner and they were amazing. And I didn't even do anything fancy with them. I just roasted them. It was just tossed in olive oil with salt. That was it. I didn't put anything else on there. And they were fabulous. They were my favorite part of the dinner. And it wasn't because I read it in a diet book to do it. You know, I've coached a lot privately just in within my my town who know I do or do this. I invite them to your group page and then have more questions for me. And I I say, here's the deal. You might have to, and this isn't, and this is okay. I mean, I know it's delayed don't tonight, but you, you talk about this in your, your book of there was a time where I have to restrict some things for a while, almost. You ready? And you might have to treat it like a diet for a few weeks <laughs> until you get to the weight you want to get to. Delay. You're delaying it. Delay doesn't mean you just delay it till four. You might, <laughs> you have, might to have to delay, delay it a few I weeks. I just delayed sugar for two weeks and I feel amazing. Right. You know, sometimes you, you know, I'm do delaying, things. you know, not having a pina colada every day. I could if I wanted to, but you know, intermittent fasting isn't so magical. And I say this in the book, but a lot of people, I guess, only read the title and they don't get this part. But you know, it's not so magical that you can just go crazy in your eating window. It's that point where it's like, you know what? Sometimes you have to do more than 16, eight, you know, because if you're eating whatever you want for eight hours, good luck. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, you might lose five pounds, 
but it's going to be really tough. I mean, if you're a 300 pound dude, you could probably pull that off because you'd probably lose 30 pounds and, you know, be like, look at me. I lost, I lost 30 pounds doing 16, eight, eating whatever I want. Well, yeah, you had a lot of weight to lose my guy, you know, a right. lot of weight. So that's yeah. going to work for it. But eventually it's going to catch up to you where you are going to have to make some change or you might have to delay something until. So here's the catch. You might need to delay something like I just delayed sugar for two weeks. Or or I remember you posted a while back that you were having wine every night, right? Right. And then you and then you scaled, you realized you went up on the scale or something, or your pants. Or my pants were tight. Yeah. 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 My my pants always let me know. That's always what it is for me since I haven't weighed since I don't know, what is it, 2017? I can't even remember. 2018, whenever I weighed. I'd have to do the math. It's been so long I can't remember what the year was without thinking about it. But I haven't weighed in so long. I don't know what I weigh, but my pants always tell me the truth. The pants will always tell you the truth. But what I think folks that, that first start don't understand sometimes is like, yeah, you might have to restrict some things for a while, but just delay for a month, delay for two months, delay into like, have that in your mind. Yeah, I'm eating what I want, but I'm not going to have Mountain Dew. I'm not going to have Dr. Pepper. Like you, something that's putting you maybe over the top, you might have to restrict that a little bit. And you can't blame the fasting. Like sometimes people are like, well, I haven't changed my window and all of a sudden I'm gaining weight. I'm like, okay, well, really though, no, (laughs) there's something that's different because every time my pants have gotten tighter, I know why when I think about it. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I've been having wine seven nights a week. I need to stop doing that. And then boom, back to normal. And so it's not that fasting has failed me because my pants got tight. It's because I was not being responsible in my eating window and I, I could always figure it out, you know, yes. but fasting does not prevent you from gaining weight. <laughs> you know, it doesn't. No, I know. You- I, I'm always bl- blown away when someone will message me privately and say, Jimmy, I've been doing 16, eight, I've been doing it for four months. I'm ready to quit. Haven't lost a pound. And then we, st- I started investigating. I realized they don't even have an app on their phone. You know, they, ha- they're not tracking it. They're not giving anything up. They're not even, they're not even going for walks at night. Like, are you doing anything? This isn't just some magic stuff that's going to work. You know, it's not, yeah, you it's have to not. put in some effort. It is magical. I mean, for the health benefits, yes. And that's the thing. That's the thing that, you know, if you just want to do 16-8 and your, you know, health benefits and you can eat, you know, you don't have to change anything. But if you really want to lose the weight, you know, you may have to delay sugar a little bit longer than just until your window. Or do 20 and 4 for a little bit. You might have to do 20 and 4 before you. Like, I always think, like, what will my maintenance be? I feel like I'm in it, but I know I'm you know, I look at some of the belly fat that's still there that and my wife's like, it's fine. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but I, I want it to be gone. I look at that. I realize, I don't know what maintenance might look like. Like maybe it's 18, six and I can eat lunch and d- dinner every night. I have no idea. And maintenance will still, you know, have phases that you go through. Like I said, right now I'm going through a phase where I'm tracking my window again, which surprises me. I wouldn't have expected that, but this is also a surprising time. And stress makes you do crazy things, <laughs> even if your name is Jen Stevens and you've been maintaining your weight since 2015, you're, you're right. still like, gosh, this can't be a good thing for me to be doing. I need to tighten it up a little bit. Well, and you're the author of the, of the book. You can't go back the other way because oh, you're yeah, the biggest loser will. competition no, guy, right? There you go. <laughs> and I feel the same way. I, I've made myself, a lot of folks can lose weight, do it privately, don't say anything. They won't even tell you like what they're doing. I'm a vocal person. I've I've screamed this like it's just like I I would scream the gospel or my favorite sports team. Like you guys have to know about this. This could save your life. It's saving mine. I mean, I went in for two like blood pressure checks. They do it in the fall every year, like at school, they do it for free for us. And they come in and I mean, last year were the, were the best results I've ever seen. I love it. Like just numbers drop, drop and drop. And there's still some that can drop a little bit more. 
So I realized I needed more vegetables and less this or that. So I'm working on that to try for next fall to see where I'm at. And gosh, like that's where you see these big changes are happening in your, your, your attitude shifts, your, you know, your mindset shifts. And man, now I think about, I think about the science and I'll be like, Oh, I'm at 18 hours. I'm not hungry at all, but I could eat. I'm like, you know what? Why would I eat right now? We're going to have an amazing dinner in five hours. So I'll, I'll allow myself to go to 25, 26 hours, whatever it is to eat dinner. And I'm like, I just think of the magic that my body just did from the 20 to 25 that X, I mean, cause you see the graph in your head, right. Of the, the fat burning. Right. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And you, you know that, that there are benefits that are happening that you would have not had, had you chosen to, you know, we are almost out of time. Right. So what would you tell someone just starting out with intermittent fasting or what do you wish you knew when you first started? I had so much information at my fingertips that it's hard to think of things I didn't know, but if I could do it over again, because from the start, as you heard at the beginning of this, I, I did either walk or run or do a w- workout every day, but like nothing crazy, not every day, three, four times a week. But if you're doing it and you're, and you're just starting out, even if it's just walking, you know, even if it's just walking and trying to get 10,000 steps a day and it's all walking, I would say get to your 10,000 steps. That's a good goal for anybody. You know, I take my mom, for instance, she, I've known my mom, I'm 40 years old now. So I've known my mom 40 years, right? She's like five foot two. She's really, she's always been overweight. This last July, I I went home to visit and she's like, man, you're doing so good on this fasting. So we talked about it and you know what she did? She started the day after I left and she is down 31 or 41 pounds. Oh, yay, mom. It's on, and she's 60 some years old, 65. She's doing amazing. And I'm so proud of her. And she's literally doing nothing but walking and eating us from noon to, from noon to six. I love it. And it's like, she's like my test exam. If my mom can do this at 65 and not exercise, just walk, just make, she's trying to get 10,000 steps by walking and just eating 18, six. Cause that's what she chose. And again, if people are doing 16, eight, I always encourage them to try to fight to 18, six. Cause I know the magic that starts to happen at that 18. I think so. It does between 16 and 18 there. It's just two hours, but it really does make a difference. Absolutely. There's so much more benefits to 18. Even like you said, that 19 hour, if you can get to 19 yeah, and 20, if you could just get to 19. Yeah, that's, I believe so. Gosh, that's so much extra fat burning. And then if I'm at 19, there's days I could eat. I could have my peanuts or something at two, but my wife's making this amazing dinner at five. I'm like, you know what? I'm not hungry. I'm going to wait till five because I know just more autophagy is just kicking in. It's just, it's just, I love it. And it it gets easier. It's actually harder at 16 than it is at 18. That's what people don't get. Once you get to 18, it's... I get hungrier at 16. Yep. If you're like, well, I always get hungry at 16. Well, then tomorrow go to 19 and tell me how great you feel at 19 because you will. (laughs) I mean, I noticed that a lot. I know we're almost out of time, but I noticed that a lot. If I eat a a big lunch and I don't eat dinner at all because we did a lunch thing like two o'clock, I closed at two o'clock. I wake up the next morning and I'm already at like an 18, 19 hour fast. And I missed out on feeling those 14, 15s because 14, 15 and 16 probably annoy me the most. And it's like, if you can just get past those two, three hours, have some sparkling water, have something, get past it, some coffee, if you like that, and you'll be fine. But I love sleeping through that time if I can, but I can't always, and you know, you close at seven o'clock at night, it's not going to happen. But the luxury, everyone, or once in a while we do a big brunch. And I'm sleeping through those pains. I love it. 
I love it too. Well, Jimmy, I have so enjoyed talking to you today. I knew that I would. And thank you so much for sharing your story here. I hope by the time it airs, we are out of quarantine. Like you said, we will know that day. <laughs> it's been great. I love be- being on. I love being part of your group. You guys and the or moderators do such a great job. It's a thankless job. My goodness. Well, we get plenty of thanks and we're happy to do it. We love it. Good. We appreciate you. This is just bless you. I, I, I'm so glad I came across this book because even though the YouTube vi- videos were, were nice until I got the book, it didn't, you know, it woke me up and I've, I've read it about four times over just and i and i give it away i bought like 10 co- copies i give it away it's, you know the folks because they need to hear because i'm a guy but they need to hear from you they need to hear from a w- woman uh, on what they're on how to lose weight so well thank you well i appreciate it and i will see you around the groups do you have an intermittent fasting story to tell email me at jen at intermittentfastingstories.com and i'll add you to the lineup that's G-I-N at intermittentfastingstories.com. The world wants to hear your story. That's it for today. Remember, I may have a doctorate, but I'm not a medical doctor. So don't use anything you hear on this podcast as a substitute for medical advice. Please always check with your doctor or healthcare provider if you have medical questions. I'll talk to you next week, Fasting Family, where we will hear another inspiring story. Have a great week and fast on. Intermittent Fasting Stories is edited, mixed, and mastered by Resonate Recordings. To learn more, visit them at ResonateRecordings.com or email them at hello at ResonateRecordings.com. Intermittent Fasting Stories listeners will receive a free offer if you mention that you heard it on the podcast.